Are you ready to tell me everything? <laughs> Did he watch your Instagram story? He was the first to watch it, girl. Ghost him. Stop. Block him. <laughs> Support for Tell Me Everything Lands is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in grooming and hygiene. Ladies, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you and your man's grooming needs. For anyone out there who has come across that hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped just launched in the UAE with their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, guys, literally the 4.0. Make sure your man joins the 4 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, guys, literally 20% off with www.manscaped.com. Use code LANDS20. That's L-A-N-Z-20. Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Lands, episode 22. Guys, I am super excited to have this guest on our podcast today. We are talking friendship breakups. I know you guys have been dying for this episode, so I thought of the perfect person to bring on today. Her name is Yaz Gabriz. <laughs> you know it's like a running joke i mess up every single one's yeah, yeah last names on here uh we're gonna talk about friendship breakups we're gonna get dirty we're gonna get down with it if you are going through this we are here we are with you and we're gonna get into it we're gonna tell about our own experiences and how to navigate them so please welcome to the show yes welcome <laughs> thanks lynn how's it going girl i'm good how are you Good. <laughs> Welcome to Tell Me Everything with Land. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so I'm excited. so excited. I'm a huge fan, obviously. <laughs> obviously, you have to be. Um, yes, can you tell a little bit about yourself okay. to the listen? I'll just say readers to the <laughs> listeners of Tell Me Everything. Okay, for sure. Hi, guys. Thanks, Lance, for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here. My name is Yasmin Rabris. I am originally Lebanese. I also hold a Canadian passport, as Whoop. all Lebanese people do. Um, I am actually um, an oil and gas kid, so I've moved around my whole life, um, which is interesting because I was always the new kid, so Mm. friendships, 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 um, as I moved around 13 different cities all over the world. 13? Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. I mean, I thought it was hard as a kid, but then as I got older in retrospect, I was like, oh no, this actually shaped me into the person that I am, Mm. so Mm. very thankful for it, Um, and uh, yeah, that's a bit So Dubai was your last? stop um no dubai i went to high school in and then i went to toronto afterwards for my undergrad london for my mba and then i just missed you guys so i came <laughs> back to dubai i was like well i kind of miss my support system yeah. i was away for a while but yeah no now i'm here and let's see what the future holds might want to make a move back to london really love that city no we're not gonna have a let, let her go <laughs> um okay so let's get into the friendship stuff okay so i mean i knew you in high school ish ish i mean by face and then we came back and now like we're hardcore friends um what does a good friend mean to you if you could define it in your from your own experiences mm-hmm. we'll get into it more but what can you define as a good friend so when when people ask this question, I usually, you know, you hear the the same words of like, oh, you know, a good friend, you know, this my friend is so yeah. supportive, is so loyal, so kind, so thoughtful. 
But honestly, all of that stuff I find super important. But at the same time, what I think a good friend is, is someone that gives you to the best of their ability, just positivity, positive energy, you know, keeps you like going Mm -hmm. when things feel like they're crumbling or, you know, falling around. I mean, I know that's a bit of the supportive side of it, but also someone that just makes you feel like yourself. Yeah. I think that's super important when you're comfortable around someone. I think that's what a true friend does. Mm. So I would say definitely, you know, that positivity, that energy, and then just being able to be you. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Yeah, I think completely. as well. No I, I think as well, no judgment. Like coming from friend to friend, For and sure. I think a lot of re- friendships and relationships can crumble because of that non-support. So let's talk boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the big word when it comes to friendship. We talk about boundaries. Yep. We talk about how to instill them. We talk about you know the way it works and and you know from work relationships friendships there are boundaries so how do you you how do you you how do you felt like you've navigated or or um created those boundaries with your friends during your life experiences through friendship breakups through friendship makeups how do you think you you've worked with them it's actually a really good question because i only learned about boundaries a few years ago, I didn't even understand the term or what it meant, but I was doing um, a theta healing session actually with one of my friends and I had just gone through, you know, a friendship breakup, Yeah, funny enough. And she... It's all full circle. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's loop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's loop it in. <laughs> and she was the one that was like, but like you never set boundaries i'm like what are what what what's a boundary what are you talking about yeah because for me like around my friends like a, a boundary to me seemed like a wall and i'm like oh i don't have walls around my friends it's it's when i like i let them in and you so, kind of wear your heart on your sleeve like yeah, i do you exactly. know what I mean? like our emotions are free flowing yeah. all the free if you, have, you, have, an, yeah, yeah, if you <laughs> like have an issue like you know what i mean or like you kind of you know it because it's yeah there, it's but there i guess so, boundaries is like a term that you're like i don't even know what that means yeah no i totally didn't know what that meant and i realized that like to to be able to be a good friend you need i needed some sort of boundary because in order to be able to take care of my friends or to love my friends i needed to take care of myself so by not instilling any sort of boundary i just allowed constant access to me to my energy to what Mm. was going on and and i couldn't differentiate and i it just things just got a little bit you know confusing and messy and then expectations came in and so i slowly realized that sometimes there are things that i just need to keep to myself or just want to deal with myself and not just constantly just relay all of those experiences and all of that energy whether you're good or bad um to other people i thought there was a form of you know conserving yourself a bit because it's not sustainable it's not sustainable at all to just constantly be you know just here's me here's me here's me um and and i don't think it's fair also in terms of for the other person to not respect their boundaries so i actually learned about boundaries by seeing and watching people that knew how to set them or were setting them and i was like oh wait i don't have to say yes to a plan i can yeah. say no yeah, i can yeah, say yeah. i'm not in the mood i cannot be talkative i can you know not not be interested and that makes me think so yes the boundaries are with within like for me my interpretation of that is that the boundaries are within yourself yes you know what i mean yes. but i guess the other way to look at it is that you have boundaries with people yes right i think exactly. there's like a two-way part and sometimes 1, i think people get one part but they don't get the other part for sure and it's honestly it's it's a very difficult thing to set 
or navigate through the boundaries. I still struggle with it all the time. And it's it, it it's a bit tricky because you're also like you were saying you know you're you're dealing with your boundaries but also being um mindful of other people's boundaries and trying to make that fit in a friendship is not always the easiest especially as we all are going through our own different experiences but i think they are very important just you know for your mental health and well-being yeah. and also you know just to to have some sort of balance between the, the the friends and the relationship. What was the situation that you were in where you didn't create a boundary and mm-hmm. it resulted in either like a friendship breakup oh, or a fight? <laughs> like what, what, first of all, what set that off? Like what was the situation? You have to tell us details mm-hmm. of like kind of what happened. Why was the boundary broken and kind of what was the result of that? Well, actually the funny thing is, is that there was a lack of, of boundary like if i'm saying if there could be a negative boundary there was like no like boundaries zero. beyond like yeah so i'm the kind of friend that um i love people and i love meeting new people and i you know i love making friends and there was a situation where i was in um i had just gone to university and moving from dubai to toronto bit of a culture shock in mm-hmm. a sense you know people's mentalities are different their lifestyles are different everything's different even though i had lived in canada before but now um, you're an adult. Ish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. now I'm like I'm a bit, a bit older, and I just went in and I, I I met this girl, and she like we randomly met, and it was one of those things that was like, oh wow, wait, you're into this, I'm into this, our energies connected, we found like common ground, complete, so many yeah. common grounds, like so we had the same humor, completely different upbringing too. It was so weird. We were almost. It sounds so like corny and cliche, but we were like tripping each other out. We're like, wait, yeah. wait, do we? Do I know you? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, is that? And you know, there's the whole themes that that had just kind of started about you know friends can also be your soulmates and all of that stuff. So I think I got kind of swept in the moment of wow, this girl, like you know, she's gonna be my best friend, and we did. We became absolute best friends. We were totally in sync. Um, did everything together. We also had a lot of the same classes, and. I just started literally just being the like emotion, mental, emotional, financial support constantly on a day to day basis. I just kept literally anything that she needed, anything that she was going through. Um, and it, it just so much revolved yeah. around her and our friendship. And we got sucked into it so deep. And this is, mind you, to to preface, completely platonic, but it just felt like we were becoming one person. And I wasn't even aware of it until way later when the, you know, the problem started happening and the fight started happening and, you know, just people like getting hurt and stuff. And I was like, wait, wait, how did I get so sucked so deep into something that slowly started you know, giving me anxiety and making me worry and making me feel down all the time. And so that was a, a situation. There was no boundaries in that friendship. No boundaries. And even when I got to the point where I was trying to create, to create yeah. any sort of boundary, I was feeling like shit about it. Like I was feeling like, oh, if I didn't answer her, you know, she was going to get upset. And if I wasn't there for her, I, you know, or if I couldn't help her with something like I'm talking, I used to write her CVs and I used to like, you know, buy electronics and stuff that I felt guilty because she didn't have and I had. So I was like, you know what? Like, here, what's mine is yours. And that was the problem. What's mine is yours. And it wasn't something that was done. Like, it was me trying to be generous and, and you know, trying to help her out. But it, it slowly started being taken advantage of. And toxic. And completely toxic because 
it got to the point where as we started, you know, having more friends and as guys came into the picture, it was there was no separation. Um, and then I slowly started to see that I, I started falling, you know, down the priority list of we, when we would hang out, it wouldn't even be quality time. We lived together at some point. It would count as like, oh, but I saw you at home or like, oh, we already hung out. It's yeah. Like, no, but it wasn't quality and nor were you present, for example. Or like if I wanted to do something, if I wanted to travel, I wouldn't travel because she couldn't travel. And it was just, it was too much. Too dependent. Um, too Very, actually. Perfect word, Lance. Thanks, girl. The codependency was so real. Um, and again, I didn't, I couldn't see. I was just so deep into it. I didn't even realize. Um, and I was just upset all the time. It was horrible. And I didn't even know how to get out of it. I didn't even know how to change it. I but, didn't know how to do anything. So the result I was gonna say the result of that was if you're getting into a friendship that is so the boundaries are like there is no boundaries or there's less of them do you think the result is just to end it if it gets to that point or is it like is there any salvageable friendship there no I, I I definitely would never encourage because of how what friendships mean to me I would never encourage you know ending a friendship or cutting off a friendship but at the same time if you do get to that point you need like there needs to be communication mm. we had we did have i mean like by default sometimes we did have conversations we did have heart to hearts we did have you know how are you feeling how am i feeling we would always get to like some sort of understanding but then ultimately it just kept happening again. It was like a repeated behavior. The pattern kept going. It became a vicious cycle. Mm. And it was, I, I just didn't understand what else to do, but yeah. ultimately for it to kind of just end. And we tried, we tried for, we tried for a while, like just to be like, okay, I get how you feel. Okay. This is how I feel. We tried to keep finding the middle ground, but ultimately, you know, our priorities also shifted and the friendship for her wasn't a priority anymore mm. and that was crushing that was because you never you know when you're in a romantic relationship it's always on the table that it could end absolutely you know there could, absolutely you either break up or you get married yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. really there's an in between, between you know yeah. you can't and most people can't even stay friends after but with a friend it was like but this was never supposed to end like we mm. were supposed and our, our connection was so deep that i thought you know what this girl's always going to be in my life. Like she's just like a sister to me, you know, but it, it just wasn't the case. And when you, with a friend, you're kind of, they're like standing beside you, you know, you're going through life with them, with a partner there, you know, you're more facing them. You're, I mean, but you know, with relationships also, they could be partners. But, and what I'm trying to say is that you never see it coming from the side. So I felt very, you know, betrayed and I felt upset and I was just so, heartbroken by far I think it was one of my deepest heartbreaks because I just never saw it coming what was the biggest thing you learned after that friendship breakup to take care of myself yeah I put myself like second every single time with anything that I wanted to do whether I wanted to travel whether I wanted to buy something whether I wanted to hang out with other people whether I wanted to make plans I we always like you know I just it was like, yes, do what you want to do. What's going on? This is supposed to be easy. And then it became, started feeling like it was a burden. And it's so not who I am. And when I started feeling also that like my energy started, be, my energy was very low. I was like very quiet. 
Um, I was just, you That's know, a red flag. the red flag when, when my energy changed changes is what I learned. Something's off. Yeah. When I'm not feeling like myself, something's off and I'm, I've, I'm, I'm working on it, but I feel like I'm a bit, I've gone to a place where I'm a bit more mindful and a bit more self-aware of myself, like mindful of myself and self-aware because as soon as now I start to see or feel things that, and, and not to confuse this with any sort of like PTSD or anything, but it is in a sense of, wait, why does this feel familiar? Why, why am I feeling like this again? So my theta healer said something interesting. She said, when you experience deja vu, a part of deja vu is a wrinkle in time for you to like for you to catch or be aware of where you can actually maybe make a better decision. Sometimes you just smell you smell a scent and you're like, oh wait, I remember when I was like partying or yeah. I remember when I was like here, but you know, but this was these feelings of deja vu, the actual emotion takes you back to like a certain memory. So and then visit that memory and see, wait, positive, negative, what was I what was I going through here? Let's try to avoid that should it have been negative. So definitely that's what I learned, take care of myself. Do you think friendships evolve as we get older? Like what you would see if say one of your friends that you've had for a long time, mm-hmm. compare that friendship to when you were 21 to 31. Do you see it change in priority shifts and uh, external circumstances and <clears throat> people getting work, people getting into relationships. Yeah. Like, how do you see it change, progress, evolve? Because I'm personally going through that. Mm-hmm. I just got engaged, in case you all didn't know. Everyone fucking knows. <laughs> everyone, knows. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> and I can see a big difference in how my friendships have changed in terms of my priorities have shifted. Mm-hmm. Almost naturally, and I kind of want to go resist against that natural you know, way because progression, because I'm like, no, 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 but I want to prioritize my friends. I want to go on my girls trips. And no, like I have someone else's feelings and priorities to also think about. So I'm wondering for you, Mm -hmm. is it the same when from 21 to 31? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think, but it's, it's, it's only natural. I mean, when we're in our early twenties, it's, we're in university, you know, you know, as we get older, I think our set of priorities that set expands, um, and I think that it's what, what a good way to go about it is to kind of be like, okay, well, these are the, like, just to keep visiting it with yourself. Like these yeah. are what, this is what's important to me as you add more and more priorities. I mean, you're going to end up doing a juggling act, but so what you have to then try to understand is, okay, well, let's then pick in these set of priorities at this time, what's truly important, you know? So these set of friends that my career my family all of that and then the trickiest part is is striking that balance yeah so for example if you want to you know go go out with your girls or if you want to do a girls trip if those things are important to you you just have to have an honest conversation with yourself an honest conversation with whoever you're with and just be like listen these are things that are important you are now a priority as well so but i this is part of who I am. And friendships are, are part of who you are. Yeah. Everyone brings something different to the table. That's why it's amazing to have so many friendships. Absolutely, yeah. But it is super difficult, especially like for me at, at my age, like, you know, my, I'm super focused on my career and how I want it to go. But 
at the same time, I want to make sure that the people that I care about get that time of day or like get that conversation from me. I mean, we can't all see our friends all the time. We can't talk to them all the time. We can't message them all the time. And everyone knows that because everyone's dealing, by the way, with their own with their well, own their set own of priorities. Shit. Yeah. But the important thing is, I would I would say is to just make sure that there is constant conversation, communication. Like, if you can't, for example, me and you, like we we haven't seen each other in a while, but we talk, like we message, we voice note. So even if you can't be present as you know you're dealing with other things right now or and other priorities, it's okay. Just make your friend feel like you're there be a friend yeah just be a friend check in ask what's going on you know try to make a plan i'm so sick of and i and i and i felt i'm guilty of it too of like oh let's do something together soon let's do it and it never happens you know what commit like do something guys because even if you're no matter what we're going through people are going through their own stuff as well so if they're saying like please can i see you please i want to talk to you um can you call me any of that stuff they need you also so i mean and and not to but don't don't get me wrong not to kind of take away from your energy and deplete yourself it's just try to be mindful of they're reaching out if they're reaching out and you care about them and they care about you and you guys have a solid friendship then no matter how many priorities we get we bring in no matter how old we get you can still make that person feel important, still make them feel special, still make them feel like that dynamic means something. And if somehow the dynamics are changing, then have a conversation. It's so easy. Like I've, I tell like um, I tell everyone all the time, like guys, communicate, communicate, communicate. Just just have an honest conversation. But I think I think the other side to this, just to be like a bit of a devil's advocate, sure, is like me. is like the confrontational part of that. Because sometimes I feel like people are in friendships are like well it's 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 the bear like it's it's fine like i don't i'm gonna brush it under the rug we'll get through this instead of confronting it head on you know and there could all be all the time yeah and there could be two people in that situation all where like because i've been in that situation i'm not very confrontational in some situations yeah I, I feel like people sometimes aren't confrontational when it comes to mm-hmm. how much time they're spending and they kind of want to shrug it under Shrug it under the rug. <laughs> brush it under. <laughs> yes. To, 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 you mean shrug it off? Yeah. And brush it under the brush rug. Brush it under the rug. <laughs> Just to like... Brush it under the rug. Yeah. Shrug it rug. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's 10 p.m. Yeah. Um, True. <laughs> we, you know, we don't, we don't want to confront it because we don't mm-hmm. want to rock the boat and then create a bigger issue. Do you oh, get what I mean? 1,000% because, because I'm... Because it becomes bigger. <laughs> I'm a confrontational person, but... I find that sometimes as I get older, I'm like, ugh, it's not that big of a deal. Just just forget about it, yes. Don't be affected by it. Don't be hurt about it. It's not even that, you know? But then these little things add up. Like, they, they just accumulate, and they accumulate, and you and you accumulate. And so they you can't kind of run away from the confrontation. Not at it's going to happen it's no gonna, matter and what. It's going to happen, but you want to avoid it you snapping or you want to avoid one of you guys exploding yeah because i've had that situation happen where i'm just like i don't understand what's wrong yeah you know and i'm just like and then and then and sometimes the other person could be like by the way nothing's wrong i'm like oh so like why am i feeling like this so do you think it could be in your head all, like one thousand percent and like all i think i'm an overthinker and i run my own narratives and it's exhausting and i'm, I'm working on that but also a lot of people at this day and age are they are more analytical they are they they do think more of it or they just completely don't care completely switched off so what i'm saying basically is that it's it's good sometimes to just have that open communication because you don't know like you we won't know until the other person speaks no one's a mind reader here and i say that all the time I'm like 
if you need me, reach out to me. If I hurt you, just please tell me. Like, I'm mindful of that. And then, and I take that on. I'm, I think I'm pretty good at like being like, okay, ooh, I don't know. I think, I, I think you're good at that. I definitely yeah. do think you're good at that. Um, because, you know, everyone is entitled to how they feel, no matter what you do. And no matter if you don't think it's a big deal, like the worst thing is to be literally the cause of someone else's pain. Yeah. I think it's that, I think, t- I just got goosebumps. I think that's horrible, you know, like, so definitely like definitely definitely i think there just needs it's not i think maybe we should change the word from confrontation to just purely a conversation just have the conversation yeah 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 yeah. it's not a you know we're not going head to head do like hopefully no one's going anywhere let's just just be like i just like to have an honest conversation and funny enough i made a new friend this year we got really close and you know, one time there, she was feeling a certain way and she was just like, yes, I just want to talk to you. Nothing bad. Just want to talk to you. You know, this A, B and C. And I was like, oh, OK, I had no idea. She's like, yeah, this changes nothing. Just, you know, that's kind of how I felt in the moment. I was like, OK, yeah, for sure. Super. It didn't hurt but my then, feelings. See, then there's the other side. So I have this girlfriend, you know, last year we got into a massive fight and it's a 10 year friendship. Our parents were best friends and grandparents whatever it was and I like whenever she went through a breakup I invited her to my house in Mykonos and she stayed with me for two years and like there was like a lot of like investment kind of Mm -hmm. similar to that Canadian situation but a little bit different anyways last year we got into a big fight because she said I wasn't spending time with her okay and we kind of like 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 we kind of said some words we exchanged some words she was like I need space I was like so do I I reached out to her a couple months, two months later, not a word from her. I said, hey, um, happy birthday. I would love to really like, like, you know, talk and like, Mm -hmm. I still needed time to heal. Came back in December, saw everyone, didn't contact me, nothing. Mm -hmm. See, that's what, see, that's a situation where I see like someone try to 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 lend a hand someone tried to salvage a friendship Mm -hmm. but the other person didn't see the worth in it Mm -hmm. so what do you say to those people who are like is it like you're just like like a boy not worth your time you know what i (laughs) mean like not worth your time like you know what i mean we say yeah screw him asshole yeah yeah like we always say that when it comes to men so I'm, i'm i'm thinking like is that the same for friendships well funny enough the exact same thing happened to me but it was with a group of 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 friends we were a group yeah and we had been friends for like, I don't know, 14, 15 years, like forever. And again, me being me, I would, you know, let's do this, let's do that, this effort, that effort, this and that. And they kind of just collectively actually took a decision to just not be friends with me. So fucked up. So, I mean, I just, I didn't even understand what was happening while it was happening. And the worst part about all of this was, is that not a single one of them actually had a conversation with me not a single one picked up the phone and called me and told me because I'm telling you this as I got literally an email sent to me I got an email guys so I got an email I can't even like imagine that yeah no I got in like it was just the I have like I opened up my email one day and I was like what just collectively from the group sent and I was like this has to be a joke and I reached out to them. I reached out to every single one of them. Like, what's going on, guys? What is this? Like, what's happening? Like, are we okay? And we were just together. We were just yeah. together on a trip. So it was so confusing. And then afterwards, I just, they, and one of them was like, no, don't worry, don't worry. She responded on on text. <clears throat> She's like, we're going to talk. It's, everything's going to be fine. Every, everything's going to be fine. Guys, this was in 2017. I have not heard 
a single word. She literally said everything's going to be fine and never contact you again. Nope. That I'm is not, the craziest shit I've ever them, heard in my life. None of them did. I think I maybe, maybe messaged the one that did respond again and nothing. So I could not believe, like you said, after all of that time, yeah, I wasn't worth it. And it was, it took me a very long time to even comprehend it. Like, I, I, I think I maybe just cried about it, like, last year, two years ago. Like, so, like, a few years after it happened, because I still Couldn't did not understand it. Yeah. <laughs> there was absolutely no closure. Like, if you don't want to be friends, then talk to me. Yeah. If I hurt you, and if you think it's unforgivable, then honestly, just talk to me. But to literally drop me like I was, I never meant anything to you. That's horrible. But what what can you do? You honestly like, like your you situation. Said you have to take care of yourself first. You can't. You can't do anything. I mean, I kind of like lashed out on my friends who were hanging out with her. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and I had COVID. Oh my god, this is literally a year ago. Yeah. I had COVID a year ago. Yeah, it was literally a year ago, and I was like in my fucking room on Instagram, seeing them all hang out, and I was like, "You fucking bitches! Like, fuck you! You need and like." They were like, "Lana, calm down. You're just pissed because you're yeah. stuck in the room." And then I rashly thought about it. I was like, "You know what? If she does not want to reach out to me and be my friend." then I could not care less. But you know what happened in the meantime? This is what I learned after, is that by by a situation, by a friend being removed situationally or by yeah. their own, yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. My, in my case, I feel like I'm not sure what it was, whether it was situationally or both or, but when this, when things like this happen in your life, then I believe that the universe is making room for no, other I characters agree. And it did. to come in. I mean, it, and it really yeah. did. But yeah. so let's get into like going out friends versus like the hardcore Rat friends, die. the rat or die girls. Die. Because I know <clears throat> from my life, mm-hmm. I can see that there's a difference between my rat or die, and my surface, not surface level, because that sounds negative, but more of like. Girls are always down to go to Maine. You know what I mean? And that I might of, be one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the girls that are always down to go out and yeah. like just party with yeah. you. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to talk about your vulnerability and fucking bullshit. That you're like, oh, like they're like they're gonna be down to go out. They're gonna mm-hmm. be down whatever. Do you see that as an issue? A as you get older, because I have never seen it as an issue, especially in my single years. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I want more substantial conversations. But do you find it with, with that with yourself? I don't think it's a negative thing no, at no, all. No, no, yeah. no. I don't see it as a negative thing. Naturally, some some people I end up going out with and partying and some, maybe Naturally. that's not their scene. Yeah. yeah. And, and they like to have the one-on-ones. So I don't, personally, I don't make really a distinction in, in my group of um, friends, but just it just so happens that they kind of put themselves naturally into that category. But also, again, it's back, for me, it's back to boundaries. I don't, my ride or die or like the people that I'm very vulnerable with are only a select few. It's because I just can't, like that. that's the maximum I can share and it took me a really long time to be able to open up and be vulnerable. Because I, I am someone who I'm like open and vulnerable with every single person well, I know. That's how I learned that. No, not everyone. And I'm learning yeah. that. It's not. It's not. By the way, guys, I'm Yaz and like, I literally am Yaz. She <laughs> man, always tells me. <laughs> like, you are, she's like, I, she like looks at me and she's like, this is me. This wait, is wait, who I'm like, I was at 27. Don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> You're like, don't do it. I'm like, please, for the love of God. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to experience yeah, yeah, yeah. to learn. I'm giving you the information. You. Yeah, no, no. But that's the thing. I learned through this boundary setting exercise that I've been trying to work on is that I can't have everyone be that close to me. I can't have everyone have that access to me. So 
naturally, there are some people that I, some of my friends that I'm just, I see them every once in a while. And the the the, the connection and the friendship is still solid and super pure. Yeah, but it's yeah, just, yeah. it's just di- like a different dynamic. And then I have, and I think this is very and important. phases in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I, then there's the, the some of the friends that, um, are, are close to me. I even make it a point to have more quality time. Like I like one-on-ones. Yeah. I, I think I actually seek, I tell my friends, I'm like, okay, I want to hang out with you. Just like, let's have a conversation. Like, so for me, it's, it's, it's very important to have a, a quite a good balance because also if you're going out all the time and you're with a group all the time, the, the conversation is very surface level. Fair. So it's, you just gotta, I think you just gotta balance it, but I definitely don't see it as an issue and I don't think that um, anyone even needs to be hard on themselves about not opening up to everyone and not only seeing some people just in going out instances. Settings. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk givers and receivers. Oh, my okay. favorite topic. <laughs> How do you make sure, because I find me and you very generous humans. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're pretty <laughs> generous. Um, how do you make sure that generosity isn't taken advantage of? And do you think love languages have a play a part in that? Yes. Okay. So I'm so happy you brought up love languages because it's something that TBH, I understand. guys, she told me to bring it up. <laughs> she's like, bring it up. It's a good idea. I'm like, great idea. No, yeah. I was like, I talk about love languages. And she's like, ooh, I like that. I'm like, because I think that it's important to talk about because it's not... Um, contrary to what people maybe that don't know what love languages are, it's not a romantic um, concept. Like, but people people think it is. Yes, That's the thing. Like, exactly. Because it sounds yeah. like love yeah, languages. Yeah, 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 yeah. So five, like for me, the five love languages, which are um, touch, gifts, words of affirmation, quality time. Yeah. And now I think there's acts of service. Acts of service. Thank you. I knew the the last one was. By the way, guys, if you haven't taken the test yet, 100 percent do it because it'll actually let you learn a lot about your yourself and how you like to receive love and how you get to give love. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So I learned. So for me, some of them are a bit stronger than others. Like I like quality of time and acts of service, but I'm huge on gifts. Um, and then I've never gotten one bitch. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and this is like the last really time like, she yeah, was yeah, on the podcast. Um, and then I realized that like, you know, through the, like my other friendships, I'm like, Oh, okay. Their love languages are different. So when you're assessing, for example, if someone is a giver or receiver, you kind of have to see it in that lens. Like, what are they, in terms of givers and receivers, how are they giving? Are they giving like they know how to give? And are they giving with an understanding of knowing how you like to receive? So traditionally, a a giver and a receiver is someone, the giver just puts in all the effort, all the effort, all the effort, and the receiver is just kind of, you know, chilling there. But sometimes we have to be mindful that the receiver is also giving in their own way. But I think what's, what, if, if there isn't, you know, a proper understanding between the two friends and a person by nature, like you and I just give, 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 no questions asked. Sometimes what does happen is the other person does become, does assume the role over the receiver. And that can be quite dangerous because you end up getting hurt because ultimately when you give so much, there is not that we expect to receive, but there is some element of like, really like, you know, why aren't they cure why aren't they putting in effort and why aren't they you know and like but 
what you sometimes don't realize is that you're not giving them the space to. So I saw this really interesting um, video the other day. It's like some people are teacups and some people are jugs in the way that they love. They're like, hey, so if the jug pours into the teacup, it's going to flood the teacup. And the teacup then takes the, whatever you just gave them and puts it back into the jug. It's still a teacup. There's no way it's going to fill the jug up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there has to be a bit more of a balance and understanding like, okay, I might be a jug, you're a teacup. Like, let's find like the middle ground. But to be honest, I, I, it is difficult for the, what, the people that are a bit more naturally givers because <clears throat> sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and we're just like, oh, what's going to make this person happy and what's going to make this person excited and what's going to make this person, you know, feel love and positivity and I have so much to give and like, I'm just going to give it all. And then it's like, but sometimes it's also, you know, nice to receive and nice to, you know, have someone think of you. But I think it's interesting. You have to be mindful. Very. Think, you know, because I don't think you can be one or the other and that's how you're going to live your life with your Yeah, friends. no, absolutely not. You have to yeah. be mindful of it and make sure it's almost a 50-50 or even it can be one more than the other. Yeah. But I think because me and you, for instance, like we shouldn't be giving as much because if we don't receive. Because then for us, our validation is going to be shrunk. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and it's it's, it's not even, for me, it's not even just like the whole validation part of it, but it's, it just gets tiring when you don't receive or give the space to receive. Yeah. And I learned that also through Theta. Like, yeah, Yasmin, like give, give the person space to give you and accept receiving. Like she literally said, guys, she's like, why won't you like take it like receive it i'm like no i don't want to cram them and i don't want to stress them out and i don't want to this and i want and she's like oh my god she's like then who's filling you up with love you know like who's who who's giving you and i'm like i don't know it's fine it's fine i don't need it and then I, but I, I got i got tired i got yeah. drained so it's very important to understand that no 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 one person is taking one role versus the other like you said strike that balance also it's very important to understand that everyone loves differently and the best thing that you can do for your friend even if it's a bit outside of your comfort zone or if even if it's not how you understand it if you have the capacity any capacity at all to just love them that the, the way that they really understand it then I think definitely like it's, it would be super appreciated if, if, if that happens. How do you take a breather from being the girl that everyone comes to? I don't. The me time. Because <laughs> everyone's like, Lana, yeah. you don't take enough me time. You're always everywhere. I'm I like, don't. yeah, because I it's like horrible. to be everywhere. You're like me. We yeah. like to be everywhere. We like to be everywhere. Yeah. We like to be like, There you know, for everyone. Whatever Always come vent to me. Yeah. Come talk to me. What do you need? I'm coming to get you. This and that. But... I think that recently I've, um, and I think actually COVID helped a bit when I had to just have time to myself, like, you know, forcefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I, I yeah, now <laughs> I, I understand that I call it like I get into my little vortex and I just have, you know, on a random day of the week when I'm really, really tired, I actively just, you know, I um, listen to music. Sometimes I literally stare at the ceiling. Oh, yeah. I just listen to music. I curate. I like to curate music. So I just kind of like go off on this rabbit hole on Spotify um, or just get deep into like some show. Um, and that's literally what I, and I, the next day I feel so much better. I'm an extrovert. I'm 96% extrovert, by the way, yeah. guys, I totally did the test. I want to do this test. Yeah, they, they, yeah. We did a test during my MBA and they, they called me and they're like, you are 96% extrovert. I'm like, is that bad? And then they're like, 
no but it's not sustainable yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. okay so then i started taking you know a page out of the introverts book and introverts are not people that are quiet introverts are people that process things in their head and they need a recharge mode and i was like wow that's so smart to sometimes not blurt something out and maybe process it yeah, in my yeah, head yeah, yeah. and sometimes oh this recharge thing works i feel better so i'm very mindful of that now mm-hmm. um have you ever felt guilty of ending a friendship? Well, I've never really been in a situation where I've had to, except that the one that we spoke about where I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And actually what really helped was that I moved from Toronto. I went to London after that. So it wasn't out of sight, out of mind. Um, would I feel guilty if I had to end a friendship? Absolutely. But if it got to a point where it was so toxic that it, I, you know, like I said, I wasn't really feeling myself. Yeah. Um, I, I would do it, but I would have a conversation about it. I would not explain it to the person. Ghosting. Yeah. And because closure, yeah, you need closure. I agree with you. closure it's not yeah. going to work out. We're looking for different things. We're going different directions in our life. Guys, it's fine, but just don't change the dynamic and don't, you know, d- disappear off the face of the earth for no reason because the other that's going to stay with the person for a long time yeah and it's incredibly unfair so i think try to be as consistent as you can in your friendships given all of the changing dynamics um internally and externally but um you got to do what's best for you any advice to anyone looking to end a friendship going off that I mean, you're talking about closure, yeah. so I'm assuming there has to be an ending conversation. It's, it's, it it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, like ending asking, with a guy. I was going to say, it's yeah. like asking me, how do you break up with the yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Inevitably, they're going to get hurt. But all, all I'm going to say is that be very thoughtful and mindful of how you carry out that conversation. You know, like really make sure that you have... There, it's not you're not attacking make sure you don't get defensive yeah give them allow them the opportunity to say their piece as well and also you never know you know it could be a conversation that you're like you know what, i just need to have a conversation with her or him and it's going to be over and oof, i'm gonna be so relieved and then you guys could unlock a whole other middle ground that you can come to so i i would say don't be scared of it how have some uh friendships shaped your perspective on love Good question. Um, So I think that friendships actually taught me to be more open and more vulnerable. Um, And typically I'm not usually that way with guys. Um, I just, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, nope. Um, So really being able to be that bear Mm -hmm. and still be so loved by my Mm -hmm. friends um, and have that, you know, be able to come to them with no judgment and everything. Like, that to me is the purest form of love because it's platonic. There's no, nothing's really clouding your judgment. It's just a friend being a friend. So I think if anything, like, if you have those great friends in your life, then guys cherish them because they're going to be around through everything, your career, through all of your problems with your partner. Like, they're the ones that are actually, and a lot of the times what sucks is that they take, a backseat or sometimes we forget to you know give love to our friends because it's okay they'll they'll understand or yeah. they're always around yeah, 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 yeah. or they're they'll get it oh it's fine but no actually like don't shaft them just because other things are more pressing right now because they're also going through their own again set of you know 
I think my perspective on love has changed a lot since I've been engaged Mm. in terms of like my my love for my friendships. Mm -hmm. It's like a new appreciation of it. You know what I mean? Because I'm with someone that gives me the romantic side. Yeah. So, and that's like fulfilled in some way. Yeah. But when it comes to friendship, that's a whole different type of love that, you know, you don't find with everyone. I think it's more rare to actually find it with friends and men. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) But that is how I am feeling today. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that... Like I said, they're a, a good friend, that comfort, that warmth that you yes, feel yes. of just constant support, that unconditional love, like an unconditional love. I think you only really get from like your parents or your family and like your friends, because when you're even whether in a romantic relationship, there's still so many things that you both are dealing with. So there's a lot more to, you know, try to overcome. But your friends are just like in the back being like, yep. you go, yeah, go yeah, girl, yeah. you Hype got girls. this, I got you. Absolutely. You know? so, um, yeah. Do you have any advice for someone looking to be a better friend? Someone's yeah. like, Liaz, yeah. I want to be a better friend, girl. Hook me yeah. up. Or you're, you're feeling like you're lacking. You mean? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I felt like that. I actually felt like that a lot this year with some of my friendships. I'm like, oh my God, like... Oof, I'm not like hanging out like I haven't seen her I haven't seen him oh I should really make an effort and then so much time passes and I'm like oh my god and then it, it, it starts to feel even more daunting and I start to feel even like a bit more like phony and like just sounds like I'm giving excuses all the time yeah. so I think that to be a better friend guys just like just check in with your friends like call them message them really try to make a plan with them express express what they mean to you express that you appreciate them send them something cute in terms of even like a cute message oh you know think about you today really appreciate have you. a good day have a Love good day you. or how are you yeah, today yeah, yeah, you know yeah, how are yeah. you feeling um and then just be as honestly guys it's hard but be as consistent as possible and just really try to like if they're reaching out to you just reach it back out to them like, you know, none of this stuff of like, oh, I'm so bad with my WhatsApp and like, oh, you know, I don't have time or oh my God, work is kicking my ass. I've used all of those excuses, by the way. Mm. But really just j- just try as much as you can to the best of your ability. Just give that love because I swear it multiplies. Thank you, Yaz. Oh, you're Thank welcome. you so much for coming on the podcast today. <laughs> thank you, it was very good. I learned new stuff about you. <laughs> oh, um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe. Subscribe. I'm on Apple and Rami, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. And I will see you next week with another amazing episode. See you guys. Bye. Bye.